0: Hey, friends, what's going on? You are now listening to the TMJ Show, the MD Journey Show, an entire podcast dedicated to helping students just like you succeed on their medical journey, but doing it with less stress. My name is Alex. I'm an internal medicine physician. I have the pleasure of being your humble host to help you on your medical journey. Let's get started with today's episode. Now, before we get into today's episode, if you are on your medical journey looking for that all in one resource, and we need to give a huge shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, Picmonic, that can help you both learn and help retain information for the long-term. With our library of countless videos on literally any topic that combine both creative stories and images to help you learn information for the long-term as well as advanced quizzing and spaced repetition tools, Picmonic is absolutely perfect for any student on their medical journey. If you're interested in learning more and wanna see how Picmonic can help you on your journey, there'll be linked down below. And if you use the coupon code, the MD Journey, then they'd have included a Sweet discount for our members. Have you ever taken a test or quiz just to see the results and go? <laughs> Wait, actually, don't answer that. For 99.9% of us, the answer is absolutely yes. But in today's episode, we want to talk about once you do get a bad grade, how to overcome it and make sure you crush it on your next quiz or test. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. In case you're new here, my name is Lakshmi, internal medicine physician. And here on The MD Journey, we make content to help people like you succeed on whatever journey you're on, but doing it with less stress. And arguably one of the most stressful situations is after putting hours of studying for a stressful exam and not getting the results you want. In addition to overall feeling crappy, the next kind of overwhelming feeling is what the hell should I? do next? I worked so hard, didn't get the results that I wanted. How and what changes should I make? That's exactly what we'll talk about in today's episode. So step number one is to identify your specific flaws. Now, whenever I'm working with a student one-on-one, although I like to say that every person who works with me gets amazing results after their first quiz or test, that's not always the case. And sometimes we'll have a student who does really well and they'll come back and saying, ah, oh, I had a 90 before and now I have a 75. I'm so demoralized. But once we get past the pity party, the next questions I ask them are the same things that I'll ask you. First thing is, was the information that was on the slides, was that discussed in lecture, was that included in your slides or your syllabus material. Question number two is, did you review that info during the prep? If you saw it on the slides, was it actually something that you went over? Question number three is while taking the test itself, how did you feel? Did you feel confident or could you tell that that test and the grade that you wanted was slipping away? And so again, was the information present for you? Did you actually get a chance to review it? And how confident did you feel when you got tested on it? Now going through those three questions, if the answer to the first one is no, that information wasn't presented on my slides, my syllabus, and I didn't hear the lecture talk about it, that is a perfect example of bad luck, where despite putting in the hard work and maybe having a right study system for yourself, you just happen to run across a question the professor asked that they didn't cover or definitely didn't cover well enough for you to do well on. And so in that situation, there really is only one option, appeal the damn score. Just kidding, you let your classmates do that. In the meantime, you take the L, you shrug your shoulders, and you focus on those questions that you did miss, that you said yes, that there was information that was presented in the lecture that I happened to miss. If the answer is yes, then you go to question number two, which is, did you actually get a chance to review that information? Now, the answer is no, that means how you're gathering information from your slides, your lectures, your syllabus needs to improve so that way in the future, you're not like, shoot, that was on page 39, bottom left corner, I knew it, just didn't write it down, didn't have a chance to review it, avoid those mistakes in the future. Now, if the answer to the question is, is this something you did review and you tell me yes, then that means to how you review your information also needs to adjust. And we'll talk about that shortly. And then finally, question three is, how did you feel while taking the test itself? Did you feel confident? Did you already kind of know you're gonna get a bad grade? If the answer is, I felt uncomfortable. That also means that your review process needs to happen better and more frequently. We'll touch that on in a second. The answer is, I felt pretty confident. The grades just didn't work out. Then you just have to essentially evaluate why you missed the question. Is it because a lack of connection where you thought something was correct and happened not to be? That still means that your review process has to improve or is it something where you just made a mistake And again, just like answer number one, or the professor didn't cover something and put it on the test, just take the L and appeal the score. So with all joking aside, let's actually talk about how to make those changes for your future quizzes and tests. You can actually get better grades. Now, as we already talked about, one of the most common reasons somebody can have a bad quiz or test score is that there's something covered in the material, but they just don't do a good enough job of gathering the information, whether it's from the syllabus, the slides, or the lecture itself. And so you have to ask yourself, what is the process that I'm using to gather information? Like, how do I gather information while I'm in lecture or reading the syllabus? And most importantly, how effective is it? How useful is it? If you're saying not so much, then you have to rethink of how you take notes, essentially, to gather the information. You can come back in the future and ideally review them. If you don't have a really good system, definitely recommend checking out this episode or this video on how to use the Q and E or the Q and A method on how to appropriately take notes. Oh, it's super, super, super easy to come back and say I can quickly review this and easily identify what I know and don't know. So after you watch this episode, make sure you go to that one. And on a similar note, the way you gather information may actually be difficult because the lectures or the material may just be too confusing or too overwhelming. So for example, when you're in medical school, it's very hard to say what the hell is high yield. I just simply do not know. And so. One one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to stack your information that you learned from class with a high yield resource. Hey, friends, hopefully you guys are enjoying today's episode. Shortly, we'll get back to all of those tips and tricks, but want to give another shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, Pygmonic. If you're on your medical journey and you're like, man, I really need that one resource that can help me both learn and test the material that I need to know for my classes and my board exams, Pygmonic is a resource you're likely looking for with their combinations of amazing creative videos that can help you retain information, not only today, tomorrow and test day, but so much further on Pygmonic is that resource and also their combination of quizzes that I absolutely love as well as space repetition. You guys know I'm a huge fan of it. Monique has everything that you likely will need in one combined resource that are constantly adding new material, regardless if you're studying for class as a first or second year medical student, or if you are trying to learn for something for your rotations or a specific board exam, Picmonic likely has a playlist of videos and content and quizzes specifically made for you. If you're interested in learning more about how Picmonic can help you on your medical journey, that will be linked down below. And again, you guys can use the code, the MD journey at checkout to get a super sweet discount. Thanks to our friend at Picmonic. Let's get back to the tips for today's episode. Now, once you improve your information gathering phase, where you're improving your note-taking or using a high yield resource to help you identify what's high yield If you're still somebody who says i had that in my notes i just didn't do a good enough job of reviewing it then let's now talk about how to improve your overall retention with an effective review strategy now one of the most effective things that you can do to help review process go more effectively is to simply give yourself more time to actually do it but not by using more hours by simply taking the time from your information gathering phase where you're taking notes and watching high yield material and instead diverting more of those hours and time to doing the actual review process and if you're interested in learning one of my favorite favorite review strategies that is both effective, super simple and quick. Definitely consider checking out this episode on how to use Anki like pro not only do I break down the basics of it, but also advanced strategies that are able to cut my setting from 10 to five hours in medical school. And after watching that episode, even if you don't use Anki, you can start to already see how somebody who is an effective learner transitions a majority of their time to doing reviewing. So then ideally, they have more repetition of material and don't have that situation where it's like, shoot, like I remember this was in the right corner of this page. I just don't remember the information giving yourself more repetition of something by simply dedicating more hours to it allows you to overcome those and then you can go to test day and say, I pretty much have seen something multiple times. I feel pretty confident that I'll get it right. Now, if you're interested in learning some of our other study techniques, definitely consider checking out a link down below to our free three-step study rehab course. It basically breaks down how to improve your study, how to guarantee yourself more free time and how to include a study system where you're always covering your basis. so Your score is always going higher. That is absolutely free. It's the same kind of technique that some of our students have used in the span of just a few days to get better grades. So I'll link that down below. Now, once you decide on how you're going to gather information. How you're going to review your information. The last step of the equation is for somebody who says, "I've done my information gathering, I've done the review, but still, when I go to test day, dang, like my confidence is just not quite there. What should I do?" And so for that student, in addition to recommending doing more repetitions to improve their confidence, I also recommend including free recall sessions throughout their week. Now, a free recall session is exactly what it sounds like. Where the majority of your studying is typically, here's a question, do you know the answer, yes or no? A free recall session essentially says, "I remember the flow of a typical lecture. Let's see if I can recreate it out loud on a whiteboard on a." piece of paper to my peers and when you're doing these activities you want to ask yourself like where do you stop talking if you're talking out loud or if you're writing on a whiteboard where like do you go from point a and simply just don't know what b is to be able to make it to point c where are those information gaps where you thought you knew something but as soon as you put yourself to the test by doing it out on a very active format you're like shoot I can't remember that. And one of my favorite strategies for free recall that I actually recommended on my very first video on YouTube, terrible video and audio quality, so apologies, but still great content. I'll link it down below is called the brain dump. It's a very effective technique to add to your repetitions of your review system to say, not only can I answer a question in fact individually, but without any type of prompt, I can essentially recreate an entire lecture from memory, identify what I suck at, fill in those gaps, do it all over again. And then when you go into test day, now you know, okay, I've gathered a majority of the information better than I did before. I have reviewed it more often and better than I did before and I've improved my free recall all of those together guys goes from a student who is like getting failing marks to C's on their test to somebody who's getting B's and A's and most importantly of how you make improvement from quiz to quiz despite your results and so to close off this episode a few reminders on what to do when you get a bad grade number one is to remember that you need to focus on backspacing and not doing control alt delete this is definitely a computer metaphor but all of us have used control a delete where we just take away an entire paragraph etc but for studying you just do backspaces where you're just taking away small things that aren't working, fix them by adding new things or not adding anything at all and becoming more efficient, but you don't need to destroy your entire study system or machine. And often it becomes hard to figure out what's working and not working when overall you have a Frankenstein of a study strategy. Now, if you feel like you're there already, where you're like, I don't know what to do with the study strategy, fix it, and you want to help improving and creating your perfect personalized study approach, then definitely consider checking out our level up your studying program. It's six steps on essentially the same thing I did to go from 10 hours to five hours, identifying what I'm doing wrong, identify what top students are doing better than I am and how to combine all of that to become more efficient, become more motivated, and to study more effectively like we talked about in today's episode and do it personalized to me. That's exactly how I went from 10 hours to five hours and still be able to get a 3.9 GPA in medical school. So if you're interested and you're not getting the grades that you want in medical school or on any journey that you're on, definitely at least check out some of the results of hundreds of students who have gone through the program themselves. And as a final pearl and reminder of what to do when a grade doesn't go your way is to refocus on what is actually within your sense or your locus of control. Especially if you're somebody who's answering questions where you're like, I missed 10 questions, Lux. But five of those are things that weren't covered in the lecture and the professor barely talked about. That is just something that you have to shrug your shoulder, take the L or appeal the test and basically say, this was not within my sense of control. So even if I worked harder, it wouldn't have really changed my results. So always remember that the test result doesn't relate to your sense of control. You could easily have taken one version of the test where all the test questions were designated accordingly to your strengths and you could have done really well on, but the professor could have easily decided to switch a few questions here and there. and you could have gone from an A to a B to even a C just because of the questions that are asked. That's not necessarily your control but how you're using the system and answering those questions that we talked about throughout this episode is really what's important. You can go through a series of tests and you'll be able to get B's and A's but if you get one C you're going to feel like that is a problem you need to fix entirely everything. If you go through those three questions that we asked if the answer is that majority of those things were not in my control then the simple thing is don't do anything. Continue to do the hard work you're doing. Don't change the system very much and then use the next test to actually evaluate what needs to be fixed and because more efficient so hopefully guys the step-by-step approach has helped you understand how to get past that crappy feeling and start to focus on how you can make improvements for your future quizzes and tests the exact same approach i used for myself when i was in medical school now the same thing that i use for my one-on-one coaching students as well as students in our level up your studying program again if you're interested all those are linked down below but all i ask is don't necessarily use the scores that you get on your test to reflect how smart you are sometimes you just have to change your approach hopefully this episode helps you do just that and if you did like the video if you felt you got some value out of it all i ask as a form of thank you is just to hit that like button. It takes like half a second. To go. It really helps YouTube to say some people like this video. I should show it to more people. And there's going to be somebody just like in your shoes that hasn't got the scores they wanted. And maybe the strategy helps them get their grades around. So to help your fellow classmates, to help your fellow colleagues, hit that like button. If you did get some value out of it, if you've been lurking or if you're new to the community, definitely consider hitting that subscribe and notification bell to be notified or putting out videos like this twice a week. And if you're listening to this as a podcast on the TMJ show, definitely consider hitting that follow or subscribe on your favorite listening platform, as well as leaving an honest review on iTunes. But as always, my friends, if you guys have question make sure you comment down below if you made it to the end you just want to say what's up go ahead and comment down below and i'll personally respond to your hello as always thanks for being a part of my journey hopefully i was a little help to you guys on yours if you did enjoy this video check out this video right here on how to use Anki like a pro as well as this video on how to use the q and e method to take notes super super effectively but until then my friends i will see you guys next one peace